that run that she did at the end when she was like running to the meeting to go meet with her lawyers took me the fuck out, bro. I thought <laughs> I immediately thought about her running to that chair on hot topics every day. I was like, yo, she was training for this moment all her life. She's been ready. Yo, what's good, you two hoodies? It's your boy, Diero, and this is the Big Dope Energy Podcast. Sorry, guys, my allergies are fucking killing me today. I totally forgot during the pandemic that uh, February still comes around and pollen still finds you. And if you're in California, it is even worse. So, yay for me, but that's not going to stop the party because, baby, it is a Wendy Williams Wednesday. So, of course, you know we'll be diving into the Wendy Williams movie and doc that dropped over the weekend, and you know... We got to drop our two cents on this whole Robin Hood, GameStop, Reddit, Wall Street situation. That's a lot of parties, but we'll navigate around it. But before we get started, I'd like to remind you, yeah, you, that we're on all streaming platforms, baby, including Apple Podcasts. So wherever you listen to your podcast, if you're hearing this and you like what you hear, go ahead and click subscribe. And we'd love to see more reviews up. A lot of people tell me in person about how much they love the show. And on Instagram and on Twitter, and I appreciate it. I really do, and I love hearing the feedback, but I want to see it in the reviews, baby, because it does nothing but help the show in the future. It helps us spread the word, and it costs you nothing. So if you really fuck with us, go ahead and leave us a word. A burr, burr, burr. You know what? Let me stop this. Guys, let's jump into episode 14 before I go crazy right motherfucking now. Yo, what's goody two hoodies? It's your boy Diero, and this is the Big Dope Energy Podcast. And of course, we got your girl Leah in the house. What's hey. up? Hi, hey. good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Leah, you're such a morning person. I love it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We back and we black. We back. You know what? In the spirit of Mac <laughs> Trey, we right. back and we black. You know what? We holding it down. Trey, shout out. We'll see you next week. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I and I, we've been doing this for how long? And this is like, what, four, episode 14? And I'm still, we record at the same time every week on the same day, damn there. And I still have not shaken myself out of the morning, like whatever. So one day I'll get on your level. <laughs> you just rise early. I don't know. It's, it, it happens naturally. I have no suggestions. Yeah, it might be like that mom power, that big mom energy, <laughs> that, B, <laughs> that BME. <laughs> I mean, I think another thing that might have me tired is the fact that we spent all night watching that goddamn Wendy Williams movie. Did you wait? Did you watch the whole movie? I did. I watched it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> there are things I know we both have thoughts. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. So, this is something that we've been looking forward to for a minute now. Like, mm-hmm. this got announced, I don't know what, like a couple, like at the end of last year. And when it got right. announced, I knew it was going to be something special. But based on what you saw, just one word answer, did this live up to your expectations? Yes or no? No. Ooh. <laughs> For me, it was a yeah, because I had no, I went into it with no expectations. I think this is my my whole MO for 2021 anyway. It's just like, nope, I don't well, expect anything from you, niggas. But what's so up? now I feel like that question wasn't all that fair, because I didn't have super <laughs> expectations either. I just was like, I was hoping to to get like more of her background. That's I mm. was hoping for that. Um, I didn't know, you know, about her childhood 
Um, so I was hoping for a lot of that. I remember her being, um, you know, a radio personality back in the day. And so I was really hoping for like a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in, in that vein, no, I it didn't live up to my expectations because I just wanted more. I wanted more of like the interviews and things that she did back when she was, you know, really getting her name out there and getting started. Um, I felt like this focused a lot on her marriage and yeah. that relationship. Yeah. And it, I mean, now that you said that, like when I think about expectations, uh, I did have a couple. So my expectations going into this were less of like her past and more of like, yo, what's been going on lately? Like, let's dig into the current state of Wendy Williams. Like, why have you been so feisty towards your new DJ? What happened okay. with you and DJ Booth? Like, why have you been so out of it in the last year? And I feel like I didn't get that. But, I mean, obviously this movie was shot probably before all this stuff. So it wouldn't have been a fair assumption that that would have been in it. Uh, right. But without without this movie... Um, and without the explanations that they went into behind like her other recent events, my right. first speculation would have been drugs due to stress. But now that I see that there's so much more going on behind the scenes, there's a pretty good chance that that probably isn't the case. Yeah. 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 But I, I think if we're talking about like the goods and like the reality of this film, uh, there was great acting. Right yeah, by the Sierra Payton. Did great. Yeah. I think her name is Sierra Payton. She she did a good job. She made me feel like Wendy Williams was a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that mm -hmm. so funny? She's a bad bitch. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> but the TV person of her is. Yeah, she know. really is. And I think that they really did a good job at highlighting her time from start to recently years, like I said. But uh, up until this movie, I never thought of Kevin as like a thug. And that's I probably, didn't either. And that's probably because we only <laughs> saw glimpses of him here and there and, you know, whatever. But I just didn't get that vibe. Again, from very little information. But I don't know. Now that I look at him, I'm like, yeah, I can see a little Suge Knight in there. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I still I still kind of don't believe it. I have to give it to Wendy. Who, whoever cast, like, the men in this, most of the men, because not all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, they did a very good job movie kevin is way finer than real kevin. yo i yeah again i had to google and <laughs> I, was I was like, like oh I with his ass too <laughs> right <laughs> but um yeah i had to google because i was just like current real husband doesn't mm -mm. yeah and i think that yeah. really gave you a glimpse of like how wendy sees her own life versus like what we're seeing and that it, it all kind of makes more sense to me now absolutely and and so that is what i felt from watching it is like i i get the idea i mean she's executive producer right so she has most control over what what we're gonna see right and um she i think definitely sees herself and her <laughs> life in in a way that maybe we don't but that was i think conveyed through the film right? very well like, through the film because i was like wow this wendy is lit right? and it was all facts it's just we never looked at it in that way Sure, exactly. And I'm not going to lie, like the girl who was playing her, it made her seem fun to me. Wendy has mm. never been, if I'm honest, she was never super, super appealing to me just because from back in the day, she was messy. And mm. I was like, this woman's just messy. Her show is messy. I'm not into her like that. But while I was watching, I'm like, this Wendy on in this movie yeah. is someone who <laughs> I would want to know more about and someone who I want to like 
you know, read up on and and kind of follow. Legit. And you know what's crazy is that, like, she was straight up about, like, the drug use and the crack and all that. But somehow that Which wasn't even... I never even... knew. That was wild. Yeah, well, I was going to say, for, for some reason, for me at least, that wasn't even, like, a main thing in the movie for me. Because I'd already heard those rumors and, like, seeing it on the movie was like, okay, yeah, but... I don't know. I think the the main focus, which was Kevin, really kind of like drew me away from the fact that yo, this you was doing hardcore drugs like on the reg, and yeah, like I another thing that. that I think might have been like not. Uh, I don't know because I haven't really. I was gonna say like a lot of people weren't talking about it. I mean, I was on Twitter. I didn't really see a lot of people talking about it, but she got raped, and <laughs> I would have totally. That would have been like the equivalent to um, what is that? The moment in Set It Off, like when Stoney had to sleep with the car dealership guy for the money. And mm-hmm. that part in the movie, I know it exists, but for some reason, it's not like a prominent thing in my mind. And that moment in the Wendy Williams movie kind of like was the equivalent of that for me, which is fucked up. But it's also something I didn't know about her life, and it's something that she didn't have to put in there. So shout out for her for that. Because I'm sure that really connected with a lot of girls, especially trying to come up in the same industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I That was shocking to me, too. I, I didn't know that that had happened to her. And it made me actually really sad for her. Like, that that was awful. Um, that, and I, I also didn't know that she had struggled with abortion and miscarriages and all of that. And Yo, I said the same thing. Because, I mean, when you think about somebody struggling with abortions and miscarriages, again, you, you can't put a... a big label on everybody's but i definitely did not see what was like two or three before kevin came well and not even two were miscarriages and one was stillborn that to me is devastating i mean because your baby basically dies but you still have to deliver it because it has to leave your body that to me just as a woman as a mom like i can't even wrap my head around having to go through that um and I mean, brave and how brave and even bravo to her for sharing that. But like that to me was devastating. Yeah. No, I mean, and it also kind of, I mean, this is going to make me sound trash, but hang on there, guys. I got a point. <laughs> but <laughs> it also kind of shed some light on why Kevin like would step out because not every man is going to be strong enough or strong enough to handle it. And I mean, that's okay, but you need to vocalize that and you need to communicate that with your wife before you step out or before you just make any decision. That's going to be a slap in her face after she went through all this shit. Right. And the fact that he was blaming it on her weight gain on why he stepped out was weak as fuck because now I need to see pics of Wendy before because <laughs> that weight gain comment really made me think, oh, shit, was Wendy a bad bitch before we saw her on TV and, like, all this, you know, all this shit happened to her? But right. update, I did actually Google, and no, she was not a bad bitch. But she was a great, she was a funny person. I love her. We love her. <laughs> I um, I don't know. I don't recall seeing very much of her prior to her being on TV, so I don't know about that. Yeah. Um. I, there's something to me, I'm always intrigued by women who stay with their husbands, um, you know, once they find out about the infidelity. Right. And because I, to me, it's, it's, it's not like it's good or bad or smart or dumb or whatever. It's just, you know, my question is more so, why do you stay or why don't you stay for the people who don't? 
I don't like that the movie focused so much on their relationship, but I did it was think a lot. it was interesting. Yeah. Like, he's had this affair for 15 years, and you've known about it. Right. And, like, how do you stay down for that long knowing that this is going on? And, you know, I know a lot of people, I know personally a lot of people who stay together for their kids, and they say that, you know, we're, this is what it is. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, it's an interesting... Um, I would like to personally hear her talk more about it. It just like why she <laughs> chooses or chose rather to stay in that, you know, was, was it okay as long as there was no kid? Right. And now that there's a kid, it's no longer. And okay. actually she like, did say that in the documentary uh, where she I said, fell on. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why I started laughing. I was like, she did say that girl. She basically said that, um, you know, she, cheating, she can forgive, but cheating with a baby, it's a wrap basically. And, and now, so that's really funny. Cause I have that same mindset. Really? And I do like, I, to me, cheating doesn't have to be the end of the relationship. It's not, like it doesn't have to be the end if we both still are willing to put the work in, but you have a baby on me and I'm, I'm out. See, and now I just got a flashback to the season finale of insecure and it's making a lot more sense on why Issa was just that more mad. It's like, nigga, you have a baby now with this bitch. It's a wrap. I can't continue because now you got a whole other life. You got, yeah, that makes sense. Got it. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, but there was, it wasn't all, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because I can see what I wrote down here. <laughs> the guy who played Charlemagne, <laughs> no. the guy who played Charlemagne looked like Kermit the Frog and I died <laughs> because I was like, bruh, as soon as she said his name, I was like, yo, I cannot wait until Breakfast Club on Monday or I can't wait until Brilliant Idiots this week because he is going to have something to say. I mean, obviously you already saw it. But I need right. to see what the world is saying, and this is hilarious. I would have never in a million years thought that he would okay that casting for him, because like, he well, just he, it, he probably didn't have a choice. I think in my like, mind he sees himself as like a Morris Chestnut dude, and he they were close to Wendy. He was close to Wendy Williams, so I feel like he maybe would have a choice. No, no. I mean, if he gave his consent for his you know likeness and whatever to be uh portrayed Damn. he doesn't necessarily have uh, a say in who's cast if he's not involved in the film itself yikes so because <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't have approved that person whoever that guy was. hell no <laughs> um sorry to that man good job Get i also bag. imagine i mean i've heard him say before that a large part of why he left her show was because of kevin so i i'm kind of wondering if their relationship is even that close anymore where she's just like i just need someone to play him well no no no. i mean they they made up after so what mm. happened is after the whole kevin breakup situation she went on to the breakfast club and she like publicly apologized or she made up with charlamagne and they like had a whole thing and that is how like dj booth got tied into the whole situation um, but then as we know, DJ Booth had a recent falling out with Wendy where she either fired him or he left the show and he's been like saying some cryptic shit about the show. So I don't know what the current state is with, uh, Wendy and Charlemagne, but I would assume it's not as bad as it was before, but baby, if this is who you're picking to play Charlemagne after you picked all them other niggas for everybody else, there might be fine. some shade, Right? <laughs> there might be some shade, but yo, the fucking, Okay, that run that she did at the end when she was, like, running to the meeting to go meet with her lawyers took me the right. fuck 
out, bro. I thought <laughs> I immediately thought about her running to that chair on hot topics every day. I was like, yo, she was training for this moment all her life. She's been right. ready. Yeah, no, she has. I mean, I've overall, in terms of especially lifetime movies, I thought it was actually good. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was, you know, the executive producer for Aliyah's movie, and that was trash. So, oh, was she? Oh, um, she was right. All right, yeah. She probably learned. Was, <laughs> hopefully, I mean, yeah, maybe because this is really good. I think in comparison. I mean, and even like last week's Salt and Pepper's movie, like that was not terrible to me. But mm. I, if I had to compare, I'd say this was probably still better. But I mean, yeah, it, it's also Lifetime. Like, I'm not a no. I can't well, let expect, me tell you, you know, straight out of Compton from Lifetime. Let me tell you, they. They knew what they were doing because, baby, the way I got wrapped up into another motherfucking Lifetime Sunday movie this morning when I turned the TV on, <laughs> I was up there t- <laughs> talking back to the screen about this nurse who was trying to kill the mom and take the baby and chop up the husband's fingers. I was like, yo, don't get me back in this. Do not get me back in this. I need to change the channel right now. <laughs> but good job. Shout out, to, shout out to Lifetime for doing what needed to be done with this Wendy Williams movie because I think it actually came out better than expected. And I'm interested to see what the numbers are. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a hit. I mean, according to Twitter, everybody was watching it. So who knows? But if there's one thing you can say about Wendy, it's the fact that she will finesse her way into a bag and some tea because the way she was in that motherfucking rehab and finessed her way into a phone and some magazines, <laughs> bruh, right. that was some slick shit. She's really good at her job. She is, yeah. She's great. Well, and so that's why I wanted to see more radio. Like, because she was great. And I mean, she's been inducted into, like, the Radio Hall of Fame or whatever. Like, yeah, I wanted to see more of that. Because, I mean, that's really how she got, I mean, that's how her career was started. Like, I feel like more time could have been spent there just in terms of, like, well, so now that I'm saying this, if if we're talking more about radio and like different artists and people that were involved, it, just from a legal aspect, she probably right. Done that. Yeah, that and, is so yeah. true. Right, right, right. But I mean, I feel like they they touched on a, a good chunk of it. I'm surprised from what you just said about that legal thing that they were able to squeeze the Mariah Carey interview in there. They were able to get the uh, Whitney Houston. They were able to get in vogue up there fighting, which I think that scene was very fake. Total. I'm pretty sure Kevin was not up there scooping them girls up, child. I think you was about to <laughs> it get was total up. not in vogue. But yeah. Oh my bad. You know what? <laughs> '90s R&B, child. I'm not the expert, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think I feel you on the radio thing. I think they tried to jam as much as they could into however much time. For sure. I yeah. think that they sprinkled in enough or enough for people to to know what's up. But for somebody who know already knows what's up, I could see where you would be hungry for more or for them to uncover or really deep dive into the one the things that they just kind of sprinkled in. Sure. Um, I do remember like in the nineties hearing about like issues at Hot Ninety Seven with her and like other groups. Mm. And I read Angie Martinez's book and I freaking love Angie Martinez. And did she work with her? they had gotten into a physical altercation at oh, radio shit. and so like those Damn. were the things that i was like i'm like is she gonna touch on that i want to see that you know and angie like wrote about it in her book but i doubt if we're gonna get a film from her and so like that's something i just would like to see but i also recognize that like you know the things that i would like to hear more about 
are just going to have to come from books. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. They're just going to have to be told rather than probably. That's true. Go ahead and fire <laughs> up that audible child. <laughs> right. But yeah, man, I think overall the movie was good. It was better. Like I said, better than I expected. Uh, but I think mm-hmm. the documentary was a little bit better, which I don't think you agree on. <laughs> I have to go back and watch. Well, I, I watched like the first maybe 25-ish minutes, and then mm. I just fell asleep. <laughs> like, well, I'm yeah, at, at that point, it kind of feels like you're re-watching something that you just watched, but just like kind of like the live version? Uh, Kind of, yeah. I mean, she just, when she like, she started crying, and then it just got so much. And I'm like, it's late already. I'm just uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, the thing for me was, like, seeing, like, trying to adjust to seeing the real Wendy versus, like, the movie Wendy. Because, I again, I really thought, I was like, yo, Wendy might have been a bad bitch. She was cute, right? Yo, because when she got the boob job, I was like, the boobs don't even look bad here. You got boobs and butt. But, obviously, (laughs) in real life, it was not, that was not it. (laughs) um, What's her name? I'm sorry. Sierra Payne? Maybe, yes. The the actress? Yeah. I when I was watching her, it's like she definitely has more butt than Wendy. <laughs> like, mm, right. This is you know, but she didn't look bad. Like even she looks good. Uh, her accent wasn't as pronounced, but I think it was there enough. Yeah, it was there know? enough. Um, her hair looked way better than Wendy's to me. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I mean, it was very <laughs> Wendy-ish though. It was, and so I feel like you got her whole essence, like right. ten thousand percent. Right. And like you said earlier, I think we definitely got the Wendy in the story that that Wendy sees. Wendy we, sees. we see it through yeah. Wendy's eyes, which Absolutely. is not always like the reality. <laughs> but yes, that is interesting. I feel like I wish everybody could like tell their stories through their eyes and have people see the way that they see themselves. I think that would be and interesting. I think she was successful at that. I mean, I would I would argue that like straight out of Compton kind of did that. Yeah, you yeah, straight out of Compton was just great storytelling. Period. I mean, I feel was, like yeah, you the minute you stepped into that theater and that movie's turned on, and you, from the time it started to the time it stopped, you felt like you were in the '90s, and when you walked out, you were in the 2000s. <laughs> right. right. But I'd also say that um, Notorious was definitely told from Puff's point of view. Okay, so here's my thing with Notorious. <laughs> I did not realize until recently. That the notorious, mm-hmm. no, 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 notorious was not like a bad boy original. That was a whole ass song. Yeah, I did not know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was blown away because I was like, for some we reason, looking for we it. Learned. <laughs> right, I was some reason looking for it on uh, on Apple Music, and it kept pulling up the original band. I was like, no, not these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. The more you know. It just happened to work, though. But if we're going to have a film told from, like, someone's actual perspective of, like, how they see themselves, I feel like Notorious, every time I watch Notorious, like, Derek Luke playing Puff, to Mm. me, is, like, 10,000% just how Puff sees himself. Right. Like, Derek Luke, to me, is very, he's kind of suave, he's very attractive, Puff is none of those things to me. Um, But that's how he sees himself, and that's what we got yeah that's very true and like even i know that kim didn't like uh notori is that how you pronounce her name Uh, yeah like i know she didn't like her playing her but what i think is interesting about that is i think notori played her very well and she she looked good 
Like, I think she was very pretty. She looked really good. Her body was great. And I think that says a lot about how we viewed little Kim before she started changing herself. Mm. And I think that that's also the disconnect between who was cast to play her. Cause she doesn't see herself that way. Right. Even Clearly she fights it right. through the nail, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, I thought it was good. Wendy was good. Um, there's things, like I said, I wish I would have gotten more of, especially like her background, but I also realized she has a whole book that I've never read, so right. maybe I should. Now, <laughs> there is one thing I do want to clear up, because I was using Twitter yesterday for what Twitter is used for, for the first time, actually. I really don't be on Twitter like that, but obviously for the sake of this podcast, I've been like making an effort to get on social media more uh, on behalf of the podcast. So I was live tweeting while watching uh, the movie, and one of my tweets was about the documentary, and it said, see, somebody's either clout chasing or this week has always been orchestrated more than I thought. Why is her brother all up and through this documentary? And y'all went in on me. First of all, I already know this shit was shot beforehand, but because of all this shit that happened recently with her brother clout chasing, trying to paint Wendy in a bad light for not going to her mom's funeral, for busting Wendy out about her mom not dying weeks and weeks ago, but dying that weekend, and just going in and in and doing all these interviews to promote his podcast. Shout out to this podcast. Right. <laughs> um, I feel like there was enough time for you to cut out his screen time or cut down his screen time. Because obviously he's not here for the sake of the family. He's here for the sake of of himself. And because of that fact, I just feel like if I was Wendy, I'm like, bro, I got to cut you the fuck out because you are not going to cloud chase on my back after trying to paint me in this fucking negative ass light for the last week. No matter if you garnered more views for the movie or not, I'm Wendy Williams. I really didn't need you in the first place. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. That's just my two cents on that. Y'all went in on me on Twitter. I don't care. I said what I said, but I didn't explain it. So this is me explaining it. Uh, But I think that's about it on the Wendy Williams thing. Good job on that movie. Can't wait to see the numbers. Can't wait to see what happens next. Hopefully you're taking care of yourself. And um, hopefully Kevin is out of the picture for good because based on that movie, he is trash. I mean, but is he trash? Yeah. Is he not? Uh, I mean, like, is it trash that he was cheating on her? He, like that he and he had a whole and he manipulated like, her life? nigga he got a whole other fucking house around the corner from their house for his chick where he had his niggas like when you get so comfortable that you have your niggas over your side chick while you're actively still with your wife and all this right. is happening around the corner from the house you have no respect That's for your wife for at sure. all and you know your wife is a public figure wow bro so yeah that's trash for sure i mean i i, th- I guess I, what i was getting at was like you know, is is he a bad person just because he cheated? Because she knew about it. You know what mm. I mean? Like, she knew he had this relationship going. But I hear what you're saying. Like, all this extra stuff, yeah, it, it's out of pocket. Yeah. No, it's, it's just a res- It's always a respect thing for me. Like, you can cheat on me. I, let me correct that. You cannot <laughs> cheat on me, nigga. Um, <laughs> if cheating is one thing, then, you know, that's one thing you, that you got to work out. But if it's cheating and then you're blatantly just disrespecting the fuck out of me and I am a public figure, mm-hmm. then there's a problem, especially with the fact that she found out. I mean, she already knew about this girl, but she found out a lot of the, the later details the way that we found out through the Daily Mail and all this other stuff online. And right. this is a nigga who's in her face every day. 
who has access to her money. And now she's in a position where she has to pay this nigga alimony. After all that, I, I couldn't. No, ma'am. I just got to, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> illegal here, but I would not. No. Can't, but that's why he's trash. But speaking of trash, baby, I don't know what's going on this week. I don't know who did it and why and <laughs> where, where. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people are talking about this GameStop situation and how these trash-ass investors were trying to short sell GameStop in order to put them out of business, I guess. Which, for me, I don't know why. I mean, I'm not a gamer, so don't let me discourage anybody from buying games from GameStop. But I just feel like if everything's online right now, why did we need a GameStop? I feel like GameStop is kind of like the blockbuster of games, but also <laughs> I'm not trying to put nobody out of a job, not trying to put nobody out of business, so do what you do. I just don't understand why these guys were trying to trying so hard to put them out of business, but I am glad, and this kind of brings back a point that you brought up on a, like an mm-hmm. earlier episode on people just coming together to say, fuck that. We're not dealing with the status quo anymore. We're not dealing with these rich, rich right. people kind of like running the world. There was a bunch over. of Redditors who went, came together online and started buying the stock from Robinhood. Now, again, I'm not an expert on any of this stuff, so you're not going to get an in-depth analysis on what exactly <laughs> happened. You're only getting how we feel about it. Are we in right. agreement with that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel... Like the niggas on Reddit did a good job because obviously like this was a huge For story sure, yeah. this week um, and it did not go in the way that these huge head fund, hedge funds were hoping. Um, right. And it really, it got to the point where Robin Hood had to say, nope, stop the vote. Kind of like that nigga Trump. Um, and that apparently is illegal. So they had to stop doing that. So they continued the trades and now GameStop is up. The Redditors are up, the hedge funds are down, and baby, the world is changing. I, once again, I don't know if this is a Gen Z thing or not, but it (laughs) is a generation we're fed up thing, and I'm here for it. Yes. So, uh, that's so funny you said that, because that's what I was thinking back to in, like, one of our other episodes. Um, Just, I don't know, you know, if this is a Gen Z or not, but I do know it's, like... Uh, the power of um, the internet and yes. people being able and to community. come together and, and make shit happen. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Yeah. And I thought it was great. Um, now I did research like a little and apparently things like this actually happen all the time, just not on such a large scale mm. um, and not so publicly. So it's become such big news because of the internet. Um, but it, it tends to happen a lot, quite frankly. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm no expert as doctor or any <laughs> of this a, shit. Just want to make sure we put it out there. We are not fun. Like I have finance guys in my company who I like, now that I'm talking about this, um, I should have right. asked them more about this before I decided to jump on a podcast and just blabber my mouth. But that's what we do here. <laughs> right. That's what we do here on big dove energy. We just talk. Um, but <laughs> the I only re- stock I'm super interested in right now is Zoom. Um, so <laughs> I just need everyone to keep zooming. Please. I just want my I don't <laughs> I don't know I I feel bad as a 32 year old man to like say that I'm not like fully versed or any kind of verse. No, most and, people aren't though. Yeah, in like the stocks and all that, and I feel like this kind of pushes you to hey, 
what the fuck is going on? How do I get more involved with this? Because, I, I mean, For all sure, I know is yeah. that my 401k is cute and let's keep it cute. And I don't know. <laughs> but this money is real. I've seen people's investments in GameStop before this happened triple, like quadruple. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him, I was like, bro, you probably want to cash this shit out before they shut it down. And what happened on Thursday? Robin had tried to shut your ass <laughs> down. But it was illegal. So. I'll say this. My son has stock. So oh. um, because of this recent situation. Oh, um, <laughs> that's smart, so, though. Yeah. And my son has some stock and hopefully that grows. Um, I, I just want people to keep using Zoom. What did you buy stock in? Oh, obviously Zoom. I didn't buy stock in Zoom. Oh, what did you buy stock in for him? Some GameStop, some Nokia, and some... Because it wasn't just GameStop that was hit. It yeah. was a bunch of companies. Oh, like AMC um, and all that, which AMC and, oh, also didn't make sense. Oh, he has some AMC stock. Um, AMC is, has some I, lit movies coming out, though. But uh-huh. Well, I think the AMC stock is, is actually... I think it's wise for people to invest in um, because I think people have been betting on movie theaters are never going to open again. Right. And, you know, we as people know that absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, come on. I'm, come on. That was the bar <laughs> for this episode. I'm just saying, like, I'm I miss going to the movies. I always felt that movie theaters were unsanitary as fuck. But, uh, yeah. I've, <laughs> uh, you I've know, done some um, things, child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now that we're here, I'm just like, I would love to go to the movies. You know, and I do think that that's going to rebound. Um, I think that once we get a handle on vaccines and just how all this stuff goes, I think we will see uh, movie theaters come back. And, you know, if the stocks are low right now, get in there. And, you know, my son's in there. So <laughs> sorry, my immature ass mind keeps thinking about the unsanitary comment about the movies. And you're like, get in there. I'm like, yeah, they, they be getting in there, child. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, no, you got a really good point. And then, I mean, to the AMC thing, I mean, they're not just movie theaters anymore. I mean, we've seen a lot of people pivot and business plans change and AMC is also like inserting themselves into like the Apple TV brands and, um, all the other streaming services and they've got some really, I don't know if they got really good movies, but they've been dropping some, some content that looks interesting. So Apple TV, Justin Timberlake's new movie just came out and Mm. I I haven't watched it yet, but Mm. I'm really interested. Have you heard about it? So I haven't heard about Justin Timberlake's movie, but I do uh, have Apple TV. I have watched almost every single thing on Apple TV plus, and I will tell you that that shit is so fucking bomb and so, so underrated. And if you have access to it, use it watch it you will not be disappointed at all i mean the morning show is fucking lit uh what else is on there um truth be told which has um the lady from the shit pie the shit pie no, i was gonna say pie. sherry shepherd Ooh, her name is not sherry shepherd <laughs> no you're oh. gonna be mad when we figure it out what's her name <laughs> she's in Adele all givens no, no, no. So she's usually in a movie. She was in that slave movie with Viola Davis. Not Viola a slave. Davis? Octavia Spencer? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd be yes. so offended if I were her. Okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But no, so Octavia Spencer is in that. And it's about a, um, it's about like a mystery podcast or murder mystery podcaster um, who helps put this guy behind bars who allegedly killed like his neighbor. 
But it turns out that was not the case. And they, this whole series kind of goes through uncovering mysteries that weren't like saw before, weren't even thought about before. It takes place in the Bay Area. Mag Dre songs are in it. It's a fucking lit what ass. Is this? Yo, <laughs> it's called Truth Be Told. It's fucking, it's Truth wild, and I told. love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. It takes place in uh, in the Bay, so they have a lot of scenes in San Francisco, Oakland, and Palo Alto. And Truth Be Told, that is a wrap for episode 14. Thank you guys for listening to the Big Dope Energy Podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff at Big Dope Energy, and we will see you guys next Tuesday. we got an artist interview. I know the Super Bowl is this weekend. I am a 49ers fan, so not really looking forward to it, and Beyonce is not going to be there, but... I don't know. I heard Jasmine Sullivan's going to be there, so I may tune in, but we will see what my thoughts are next week. So until then, I will see you later, boo. Bye.